Hi and welcome to the Chad Show podcast. I'm Chad, your host. We are going to listen to a special program right now. I hope you are blessed by these programs. You can find me on your favorite podcast platform. You can find access to them to these podcasts on Google Podcasts, the Anchor app, Spotify, and on YouTube. I will link each in the description box below. All you need to do is to type in the search bar of Google and type in the Chat Show Podcast. Alright, now let's go to the podcast and I'll see you there. Aloha. than that. Aloha. One more. Happy Sabbath. Happy Sabbath. Okay, ready? I love. Okay, stand up everybody if you're able to. Stand up everybody if you're able to. Let's do a welcome song. I love the thrill that I feel when I get together with wonderful people love the thrill that I feel when I get together with God's wonderful people. What a sight just to see all the happy. Let me see happy. What a thrill that I feel when I get together with God's wonderful people. I'm already, I'm already here. 
Okay, pastor's Hi, here. Dear. Aloha. Aloha. We'll give, you, we'll give you the big aloha here in a bit. We want to welcome you to the Honolulu Central Church. We want to say, uh, we hope you've had a wonderful Sabbath. And we want to say aloha. We want to, uh, we hope that you have a wonderful evening here worshiping together. Uh, you know, through the, through we've had a couple, we've had Esther two or three of these here during yes. the pandemic. Yes, and it has just been so amazing to be able to get together um, for so, for so long. We are, you, they don't want you to get together. They want to put all, but it's so nice that every once in a while we were able to get together and, and do something like this Connie Capilla and some other things that we have done. And so we are just looking forward tonight to praising God together. Uh, and, and there's just going to be quite a variety. I was so excited when Esther, um, uh, sorry, when Stella, when Stella sent me the lineup um, of who all was singing tonight, I was just, I just saw just really neat praise after neat praise after neat, And so I thought this is going to be a wonderful, wonderful program. After we're done here tonight, by the way, just so you know, uh, the Pathfinders are making an enchilada dinner. About There's going to be about 75 to 80 is our estimate, so you kind of have to bear that in mind as you, as you plan out your strategy for after the service. Um, but you'll probably hear a little bit more about that later. <clears throat> All right. The Bible tells us, it says, let everything that has breath praise, praise the Lord. The Lord. And so we tonight, everyone who is here in this building, everybody who maybe is within earshot of around this building, we want them uh, to praise the Lord. And that is our hope tonight, is that he will be lifted up, that he will be praised uh, with our worship here tonight. I'd like to ask, just go ahead and stay seated where you are. Let's go ahead and bow our heads, have a word of prayer. Our gracious Father in heaven, thank you for a beautiful Sabbath day. And as we begin to bring it to a close, we just want to lift up uh, and let people know that the Sabbath is not the end of our praise. Amen. That the end of the Sabbath is not the end of the time that we think and praise you. And so, Lord, we lift up our voices. We lift up our hearts to you once again. We pray that you would be here with us, that you would be able to hear the praise and the love that is lifted up. We pray that it would be a sweet sound in your ears. May you be blessed. As we sing your praises here this evening, in Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Amen. Samoan Gospel Heralds, come on up. of the Samoan Gospel Heralds, I'd like to say aloha and thank you, um, Esther. Thank you for inviting us to the Kanikapila. Uh, we wanted to come on first because some of the boys has to go to work this evening. And the guy without the uniform, his own aloha shirt, yeah, he's the one that says he's got to go to work tonight. But uh, don't forget to uh, support our Pathfinders after, like our pastor said. And, um, uh, uh, hey, what's up, Russ? Good to see you, Brother Russell. 
drink. Can you give us an A, please? Zoviel and the children's choir. Come on up, Zoviel and the children's choir.
they're going to be singing Welcome Table. Are we ready? Okay, uh, maybe I'm ready.
Church family, what do we all say to the children's choir and the Solomon Gospel Heralds? Let's God, let's give God the praise and honor. Amen. And Tiroda is going to read our scripture. Can you hear me? Just keep talking, Auntie. Can you hear me now? Okay. Before I read my scripture, I just want to give a 60-second comment here. What I read in Sister White's writing, she said that the angels praise God day and night around his throne. And I thought, wouldn't we want to join the angels someday real soon, praising God day and night? We want to join with the angels, don't we? Amen. So we're looking forward to that. So I'm going to read Psalms 150. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in the sanctuary. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with string instruments and the sound of trumpets. Let everyone that had breath, hallelujah, praise his name forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The church family says? Amen. Okay, Auntie Saruman and Alohalani, you're going to lead us out in the Hawaiian version of the doxology. Amen. So please stand, everybody. Oh,
Good afternoon, everyone, and happy Sabbath. Um, we are um, the Phil Ambassadors, the Filipino Ambassadors. So I'm Joy Garola from Kailua Church. Uh, I'm Rada Lata from Chinese Church. I'm Anna Lutendag from Central Church. I'm Noel Latag from Chinese Church. I'm Roberto. I'm from Philam uh, Church. I'm Michelle from Manoa Church. I'm Jubilant from Central Church. I'm Jane from Philam Church.
Ambassadors, Marshall Freitas and the Hawaii Mission Academy dorm students. Come on up. of you who are HMA alumni, we just got back from Camp Urban yesterday. Yeah! Anyway, anyway, um, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, ask us later. This is over like 50-something years that we've been doing this at HMA and since I graduated. And so my students are hired. But they're here, and I, that's all I can say. Are we on?
enjoying the music right now um, we'd like to collect a little whatever you can give to defray the expenses of this church so that uh, we can have many more kind of computers um, can we bow our heads while and they will play our offertory our dear heavenly father we just come to you with praise and adoration in our hearts because we long to sing, and we long to sing at your throne, and we we are so happy to be here among God's wonderful people, our precious family. And so I ask you to take whatever whatever monies we get to bless it for this use for our kind of computer. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. There's two boxes. There's two um, little boxes up here and you can come up and put your offering in whatever you have we appreciate it thank you
Round of applause. Praise God. You know, Church Ohana, ever since this pandemic, I know many of you folks, even myself, wondered, what's going on? What is going on? And when I asked God these questions, he gave me this song. And so I want to encourage you with this next song.
So through this pandemic, God and Jesus, he will carry you through. Amen? Amen. Amen. When I think of the cross, Heritage Singers did this six, oh, 1960s. So all those, come on up and sing. Come up and sing with us. Long, long ago, in a faraway place, rough, rugged timbers were raised to the sky. Come on and sing with me, everyone. There hung a man suspended in space, and though he was
everybody. enjoyed working for you, Leanne. And she was my calm. She knew how to keep the kids calm and keep me calm. Amen? And this is her loving husband, George Gaynor, Pastor George Gaynor. And he pastored the Pleasant Valley Seventh-day Adventist Church for 24 years in Happy Valley, Oregon. And just retired. I worked with Pastor George as a music minister at Pleasant Valley Church for about 20 years. And I just want to let you know that he was so patient with me, so understanding. And, and I've never heard an angry word, never heard him talk negative about anyone. And he showed me and my husband God's love. There was no pastor that showed my husband love all his life until Pastor George came along. And he made my husband feel so precious and special. And that meant a lot to me. So thank you, Pastor George. Please come and share with us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Esther. And thank you. Thank you, praise team. This has just been, thank you for your words of affirmation and love, Esther, and, and Greg, and, and just, uh, in, in my, I, I realized as we sat here singing that this already, I don't even know you, but you are my Ohana in Christ. You're my Ohana in Christ, and we have been so welcomed, 
and so welcomed and so loved and and just shown in fact we went in fact we even Sorry went for the we went drove past uncle charlie's church we're having technical difficulties uncle charlie we saw your church yesterday as we drove past greg and esther took us and showed us all the things we needed Hopefully to see um, we figured this out and that church soon. was one of them and so uh what a joy to be here you know what we're doing here this afternoon um here we are still in this midst of this covid what we're doing here is is driving back the darkness this is driving back the darkness because what 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 the enemy has set out to do these last two years is to come and steal away our joy he came to steal our joy and and i'll tell you my wife and i lee and i we experienced this early on we experienced that the enemy was stealing our joy and that we were here we were it was it was march March 13, babe, am I right? Was it March 13 on that day when they when it was shut down and you were not able to go to school that day and we weren't able to go to church the next day? And, and then it was week after week and, and I kept thinking, oh, it's going to be, and it was, you know, there was March, it was April, it was May. And by June, I just began to feel like it was under a dark cloud. I was just under this darkness and this, there was just the joy. And I, I said to Lee, somewhere about the middle of June, I said, honey, I just feel like I've just lost my joy in the Lord. It just, and, I, and we said, we've got to start singing together. We've got to, we've got to make music to the Lord. Now, what we're doing here is crazy to the world around us. What we do as the followers of Jesus, it's just craziness. It's not, how does that fix anything? But here's what we discovered, is that we began to sing together songs we had learned back at summer camp. You know, songs like, The Joy of the Lord is My Strength. 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 The joy of the Lord is my strength and shield. Lee and I started singing that with each other in the house. We started singing other songs we were remembering. And we just began to sing. And I woke up like a day or two later. I woke up in that morning. And the Lord just whispered to me through the still small voice of the Spirit. He said, you got to open church. You got to get back to church. You got to get together with God's people. Come together. And just then, just then our governor in Oregon said, okay, people are allowed to get together and actually worship again together, but you're allowed to do that only outdoors and only 25 people at a time. And we said, and it was just like, oh, and people were like, oh, well, what? We, uh, and I, it, suddenly I realized the door is open. The door has just been opened, and I, and we said okay, and I and I went to went to the church and went to Miranda, our secretary, our church office administrator. I said, Miranda, I'm going to open doors. We're going to do it. She said, what? I said, yeah, right underneath the carport. We're going to come out here, and we're going to be under the carport because in Oregon it often rains in June and July, and rains hard. And so we said we're going to go right there, and we started coming under the carport, and and then the Lord whispered again and said, hey, you do two services. So I told her, I said. She, I said, we're going to do two. She said, what? I said, put it up there. We're going to do two. Nobody's going to come. It's too scary. It's too dangerous. I said, no, just put it up. Let's just see what God does. And we came together that first day, that first Sabbath of July on the 10th, the 10th of July. And we came together. And that first service, there were 25 people packed up. And the second service, there were 25 people. And guess what we did? We sang. We sang. I got the old church hymnals out. 
I mean, the total, with the, all the old church hymnals, there are probably some in the pew right behind you there. We got the church hymnals out, and we passed out church hymnals, and we sang four, five, six, seven songs. I mean, people, I just, we just sang. And I'll tell you what, I want you to know this. As we sang, the darkness went away. That dark cloud that was over our heads, it, it left, and... And that, that, after that first time, that first Sabbath together, worshiping with God's people, when that was done, Lee and I never went back under the cloud again. And God told us, he, he showed us, you don't have to live in fear. This is not about living in fear and letting, no. In fact, our hearts were breaking for our brothers and sisters just because in Portland, you just drive a mile across the river and you're in Washington State. And the governor of Washington State said, you may come together, but nobody can sing. Two years, except the person up front, the person up front could sing. So you can come and listen to the person up front sing, but you can't sing. Oh, heartbreaking. And when I was invited to go to a church there, we actually, we actually experienced where we said, you know what? God wants us to sing even in Washington. And we sang. And I thought, you know, when you think about how crazy, it's about as crazy as it, like in Second Chronicles 20 with Jehoshaphat. Remember when it was the, it was the Moabites and the Ammonites and the Midianites, and they all came and they were like three armies. And what did Joshua, he fell on his face before the Lord and said, Lord, we can't face three armies. Three armies, they're all coming against us. There's nothing we can do. And what do they do? They prayed together and they prayed. And then a voice was lifted up among them. And here it was. And it says that um, it was... Spirit of the Lord came along, came upon Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, and he was one of the sons of Asaph. In the midst of the assembly, he said, the Lord says to you, here it is, do not be afraid. And all God's people said, do not be afraid. There it is. That's why And not be afraid. Amen. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed at this great horde. The battle is not yours. This is God's battle. He's got this thing. And you will, here it is, verse 17, you will not need to fight in this battle. Now, there, there are brothers and Christian, Christian brothers and sisters all over the country who think, oh, we got it now, now it's time for us to fight. We've got to, you know, we got to collect, you know, even ammunition. No, 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 no. No. No, this is the Lord's battle. This is a battle that we, we Christians, we fight our battles on our knees. We fight our battles on our knees. Just like Jehoshaphat and his, his team, that team, they, 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 they prayed together. And the next morning, the Lord gave him a word. And what was the word he gave? He gets up and the next morning when the sun rose early in the morning. Hear me. Believe in the Lord your God. You will be established. Believe his prophets. You will succeed. And he took counsel with the people and he appointed and said, to this, now those who are to sing to the Lord and praise in his holy name, they went before the army. Esther, the singers went first. <laughs> praise God. They went first. The singers went first. And they sang this word. Give thanks to the Lord for his steadfast love endures forever. And they began to sing and they began to praise and the Lord set ambush against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir. And they came, as they came, they were routed. The enemy was routed and ran for their lives. Wow. Now, to the world around us, they look and they go, that's crazy. This is just crazy. 
This is not the way the world works. The way the world works is like what we're seeing on the borders of Ukraine on this very day. That's the way the world works. Gather the armies, gather the troops, you know, bring the aircraft, send in the submarines, send out the Navy, bring together. This is the way the world works. The world does not work like this. But this is the way that God has called you and me to trust him with our lives, to trust him with the lives of those we love and to say, Lord, I'm going to trust you in this thing. This COVID thing, God's got this COVID thing. God has got this. Amen. We are not to live in fear, but we are to live as those who rejoice. We live as those who are walking in freedom in Christ. We do not cause needless offense to people around us. No, we're not going to go and make no. But here's the reality. We will not live in fear and we will live in freedom. And the light of Christ will shine through us and our neighbors around us. Look, get this. The people of God are not the doomsdayers. We are not the doomsdayers. We're the people of hope. Our neighbors, our neighborhood. Oh, my. My neighborhood so fearful. So fearful. It just, and so it just been, it, the Lord laid on my heart that, George, you know, you thought you were the pastor of your church. No, I want you to be my pastor, pastor of this neighborhood. Be just be there, be there and just, just be, be there and let the light of my love shine in this neighborhood. And there are several others who join me. And, and so there's this, you come and you just, you meet people and, and they stand back from you and all of these things that happen early on. We say, it's okay, it's all right. And we just, and we just, just start sharing and caring for each other. And this God, God has placed us even where you live in your very neighborhood. God has placed you there to shine the light of Jesus in that place. And again, people go, this isn't the way the world works. The world works by, you know, setting things up and making it work and, and getting people to do their six foot and, and your mandates and all your stuff to make the whole thing work. And the world is trying, they're desperately trying to solve this whole thing. And we're going, you know what? God's got this. He's got it. We can trust him. We can trust him with our lives and the lives of those we love and the lives of those he loves, which is everyone, which is everyone around us. He loves them. He wants to reach them through you and me. I love these words. I love these words in 2 Corinthians 5. 2 Corinthians 5, 13. And I'm reading from the ESV here. It says, if we are beside ourselves, it is for God. If we're in our right minds, it's for you. You know what? Let me do that in the New Living Translation. Uh, okay, come on here. Ah, uh, here it is. Here it is. First, Second Corinthians chapter 5, 13. If it seems we are crazy, instead of you're beside yourself. But listen to these words. If it seems we are crazy, it is to bring glory to God. You willing to be a fool for Christ? Anybody here willing to be a fool? Thank you, brother. You willing to be a fool for Christ? If it seems like we are crazy, it's to bring glory to God. If we are in our right minds, it's for your benefit. Other, Either way, the love of Christ compels us, controls us, compels us. Let me read it now from, from the translation here, the ESV. For the love of Christ controls us because we have concluded this. One has died for all. 
therefore all have died. Now, as we've been singing, we've been singing in the spirit. Remember Jesus at the well, he spoke to the woman at the well. And he said, and she says, should we worship here? Or should we go down to Jerusalem or Mount Gerizim? And she's kind of going there. And, and, she's like, and he says, look, someday you're not going to worship either here or there. You worship in spirit and in truth. And as we have been singing, now get this, as we've been singing the good news of Jesus Christ, it really matters the songs we choose. It matters the songs that we choose that proclaim the gospel. As we proclaim and sing good news, as we proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ, it makes our hearts glad. Because whenever we hear that truth, it is spirit and truth. And as we come into this word, and we open the word which the spirit, the Holy Spirit inspired his apostles and his prophets and apostles to write. But to put these words out. But as we come into this, and we, we proclaim together the truth as it is in Jesus, and we read together from the word, this word becomes the foundation in the spirit, in the word of God, that now allows us to stand on the solid rock, regardless of how you and I feel. Because there will be days, like, you know, there are days, if I get eight hours of sleep, which is almost never at my age. I used to sleep, I could sleep 12 hours. I mean, now it's like, what? But if I, you know, if I get eight hours of sleep, oh, I'm the best thing around. But, you know, if I get like four or five hours of sleep and maybe whatever, whatever, then I can really, it's, you know, even my dog and cat are going, whoa, whoa, what, what, you know, and, the, and they, that, the Lord wants us to go, look, no matter what you've had, no matter how much sleep you've had, no matter how good you feel, you turn your eyes to me and let me bring my spirit back into your life so that the sweet spirit of Jesus will be there whether I've slept eight hours or three hours, okay? So this going on, and this the impact of God in our lives through the Spirit, and what, the best way I know is that we start singing. When it gets dark, and when the dark clouds come over, and we begin to lift our voices and praise to Him, and as we lift up our voice and praise and proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ in our singing, and we sing it and proclaim it, and our ears hear it, it comes back in and goes right to our own hearts, and also to the hearts of all around of us, all everyone around us. Now, hear this word, the word of truth in which we stand. We have concluded, one has died for all. Therefore, all have died. Now, I want you to think of a, remember it's back in grade school, we used to have globes. Maybe you have a globe at your house, the, the whole planet, the globe. Okay, that globe that you and I live on, Paul calls in Galatians chapter 1, this present evil age. So think, think of a globe right here circle this globe right here is the present evil age is the present evil age where sin and death reign dominate they think they've got it all like death says i win again death always wins death wins in this world and it's just like oh how can you ever and here's death just i think of a skeleton skull with a crown on its head going hey i win i win <laughs> guess what god loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son and when his only begotten son came to this world, he came here. And when he died, we concluded one died, not just for him, he died for all. He took all the sin and death and the corruption of this world. I think of it like, I think of it like a swamp or let's go, let's go real more serious. The cesspool of sin. And Jesus was the sponge. They got plunged into that cesspool of sin and he took it all. He took every last sin 
And not just the sins of Hitler and all the other, quote unquote, all the bad people. He took your sin and my sin. All of our sins. And he drew it in. And he took it all. And when that one died for all, then we, he says here, he died for all. Uh, he died for all. Therefore, all have died. What he did, you know, that when he died on that cross, it wasn't just a, an event of like, okay, one man dies in a horrible death. No, no. When he died, it was a cosmic event that took this whole world where sin and death dominate and took it all into the grave. He took it all down into death. And so think of this big globe and now a, cro a cross right here and now another globe. And what is the name of that globe? We're coming to it in verse 17. It's called new creation. That the new creation, the new creation. So maybe let me read the words and catch up. Okay, let's hang on to those two thoughts. Two big globes up here. The world of sin and death is present evil age where everybody ends up dead. But ah, here comes one who dies for all. All die in Christ. And now what does he say? He died for all, verse 15, that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but live for him who was dead and has been raised again. That's Jesus. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Risen indeed. See, those are the words, the proclamation of the church, when they saw on that resurrection morning that Christ was risen. From now on, says verse 16, we will regard no one according to the flesh, even though we once regarded Christ. Now remember the word Christ here is the word for anointed one, and it goes back in the Hebrew to the word for Messiah, the anointed one. So he says here, we regard no one according to the flesh. In other words, this is the way the world just is. This is just us. You know, no, no, we're not going to look at anybody that same way anymore. Now we put on these new creation glasses. We see a new reality. And we don't even look at Messiah the same way. Saul of Tarsus, now Paul, but Saul of Tarsus, he looked at Messiah and said, what? Jesus of Nazareth, he cannot be Messiah. God would never allow his Messiah to be hung on a tree. This is what... This is what the people believe. This is what people believe all around the world, but especially the people of Judaism, the people of Islam teach very clearly. Jesus could not be Messiah. He's not Messiah. God would never allow his Messiah to be hung on a tree. But Paul, the apostle, comes along and Paul believed it. He saw Jesus. From me. He says, how can you, how can a man who gets, gets in trouble with the government and gets hung on a tree, a horrible death, how can he be Messiah? It's impossible. And now... That Damascus Road moment. And suddenly he goes blind for three days. And then his eyes come open. He goes, ah, oh, now I see it. That he became the curse for us. He took the curse of the law. And every broken law he took, he became the curse. And now he's alive. We're not going to look at Messiah the same way anymore. We do not see him according to the flesh. We see him according to the spirit. He says, no, he said, we no longer, we regard no one, not just with Jesus and none of, none of us, each other. We do not look at our, each other as the same anymore. Each one of us is one whom Jesus took into his own self in death and it is inviting to be part of his resurrection, to be part of this new creation. Look what he says here, verse 16. We regard Christ, we regard him thus no longer. Verse 17, therefore... Now, I had a seminary teacher who always say, okay, what's the therefore, therefore? 
What is the therefore, therefore? So you go, therefore. So every, the therefore is everything that went before this. Therefore, in light of all of this, the one died and died. He died for all. And therefore, all have died. He says, now, here we are. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he, she is a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. This is the truth. For every person who is in Christ Jesus, we are part of not the old world of sin and death. We are now raised up into the new creation reality. where We live in the freedom of Jesus Christ, in the joy of the Lord, no matter what is going on and what's coming down on planet Earth. We are part of the new creation. By the way, it says this, if anyone is in Christ, what's it mean to be in Christ? Here's you and me. Here we are. Okay. In Christ. There it is. Romans 6. Don't you know that you were baptized into his death? Didn't you know you were baptized into his death? And then raised up into new creation life? To walk in the newness of spirit? So if you are in Christ, then everything that belongs to Christ is yours. His righteousness is yours. His sonship is yours. You're part of the family with him. His, he's already seated in heavenly places. We're there with him. This is the reality that we have in Christ. This is the truth that now the spirit comes upon and it compels us. And then we sing our hearts out for joy, knowing this truth that we are in Christ, a new creation. The old has gone. The new has come. You say, yeah, I know. I hear that preacher. But, you know, you don't know what the struggle is I'm having in my life. No, no, I do know that struggle. I know that struggle. I know that thing of, oh no, but here's the deal. Here's the deal. <clears throat> Hebrews 10, 14. For by one sacrifice, this is the one, for by one sacrifice, he has made perfect forever. By one sacrifice, he has made perfect forever those who are being sanctified, those who are being created in Christ to be like Jesus, to love like Jesus. The only question is, is where will you put your focus of attention? My focus of attention? The enemy wants me to focus on me and go, oh no, oh no, I keep failing. Oh no. My focus of attention is on Jesus. And in Christ, I am new creation, and the reality the Spirit brings and makes the reality of who I am in, in Him real, and He begins to give victory. People say, oh, you're a perfectionist. No, I'm not a perfectionist. I had one man come to me. One man came to me, and he said, Pastor, I am, I've been working on my sins. I have 16 sins to go. Okay? I have 16 more sins. As soon as I get those 16 sins, I'm going to be perfect. He didn't understand this thing called justification. But he says, I have 16 sins to go. And I said, okay, let's say you nail all 16 sins by next Tuesday. In the power of the Lord, but all 16 sins, you've got victory. Okay? Guess what? On Wednesday morning, the Lord's going to show you a whole new set of another 16 and go. Okay, because the closer we come to Christ, the more we see of our own imperfection. But in Christ, oh, no, no. In Christ, with my eyes on him, now I am free. And he sets me free progressively, step by step, sin after sin. And he just, it's the layers of the onion. And I get peeled off. I am free in Jesus. I am justified in Christ. I am alive in him. And I do not bear this anymore. 
And anything else he needs to do in my life, he's going to do. Don't despair. That's what I'm saying. Because we go, oh, I thought I got free, and now I'm, but now I had this just come up, and now I just thought this thought. Now I just, no. Don't let it, the enemy take you away. Let's finish this verse. Let me get back and sing, sing the joy of the Lord. Here it goes. Uh, all this is from, the old is, okay. If anyone is in Christ, he, she is a new creation. The old is passed, the old is passed away, the new has come. All this is from God. Through Christ, he reconciled us to himself, gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Now you and I get to share others and say, hey, let me tell you what Jesus did for me. We get to share the ministry of this reconciliation. In Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting our trespasses against them, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting to us the message of real reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. Now get this, this is so beautiful. In Christ, if we are in Christ, here we are. You and I say yes to Jesus. We're in Christ. Now we are new creation people. But pastor, we're still living in this world. Oh, yeah, we live in the world of sin and death. But guess what? We're ambassadors from the new creation into this world, living the joy of the Lord. And we get to be the ones that say, hey, God is for you, not against you. God's on your side. God's got this. There is no sin that can defeat you. You are, in fact, Romans 6, you've been set free from your sin. You're not under law, you're under grace. And he comes and he brings us this reality and this truth. And there we stand. And so he says this, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. What's that mean? Say yes to Jesus. If there's any one person, even if there's one individual in this room today, the Spirit's saying, you know, just say yes. Just say yes. In all of this, God makes true. It's God's got this. God is the one. All of this is from God. Verse 21. Here's the most powerful statement. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin. That's the, I used to think, how in the world can the little lamb of God, this perfect little lamb of God, how can it stand up being a snake on the stick? It says, I'll be lifted up like the serpent in the wilderness, John 3, 14. Like Moses lifted up the snake, so the Son of Man will be lifted up. How can the Lamb of God become the snake? Oh, because God made him, for our sake, he made him to be sin. That's the sponge and sucking up every single sin into himself. He sucked up and he says, who knew no sin, that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Is this amazing or what? Okay, here's a quick quiz, just a quick quiz question. Just make sure we understand this gospel according to the Bible and not the way we think it, but the way the Bible teaches it. So, quick question. You know, I want to see, I want everybody, we're going to do a vote. How many say God forgives sins? Okay, how many say God forgives sins? How many say God does not forgive sins? One, two, three. Behind. God does not forgive sins. Nail that one down. Your pastor will never let me come back here. Okay. God does not forgive sin. God forgives sinners. What does he do with sin? He makes atonement. He takes it to the cross in order to, cry, to, to, to have it be utterly obliterated in that death on the cross, death crushed by death. This is what he's doing. If, if Cain comes and says, Oh, Lord, Oh, I've killed my own brother. Please, God, have mercy on me. Would God have mercy? Yes. God would give him mercy. Yes, he'd say, I forgive you. 
because that's the whole issue and there's a whole other issue is is that your brother's blood is crying out from the ground i myself in the person of my own son will answer the cry of abel's blood i will answer it with my own blood and i will set abel free and i'll set you free cain and i will set free all who say yes to me in jesus christ i love the way this this passage ends because the passage ends by saying this we appeal you appeal to you do not receive god's grace in our, his grace in vain in the favorable time in the day of salvation i hope to you behold today is the favorable time behold now today is the day of salvation if you hear his voice do not harden your heart so today is you and i hear the voice of god we say yes and we're drawn to him we know the freedom and the joy in the lord and we lift our voices and we sing praise to him let's stand let's sing together esther let's get what they're going to sing a special. Come sing a special, team. Come on up here. Can all God's people said? Come on, team. Okay. God bless you as we say yes to him and live our lives as new creation people to the praise of God's glory. Amen. Good evening. Yes. So, so this evening we're going to sing a song that most of you probably know so you could stand <laughs> but um okay too much going on here um, so to, to today we are singing a song that we were we were taught by miss charles who I think is not here anymore, but um, we're so blessed to be part of, um, to be at HMA. I'm an alumni now, woohoo! Um, <laughs> but Chuck. we're so blessed to be part of her choir and um, to learn this song, so. Yeah, test, everyone's test, test, test,
Johanna, wasn't that a great song of response Amen. to what you just gave us a sermon at? Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Praise team, come on up. Russell first verse and Adrian second verse. How many of you have been blessed this afternoon? Isn't it great? Thank you, Esther, for inviting all of us and bringing us all here together. Hopefully my mic will stay up. I don't know if we can, we can sing after that, after that last song. Man, that was so nice. Right? Wow, Revelation song never sounded so good. With this song, I would like to invite all of you folks to sing with us. Uh, it's called Still.
scripture tonight is found in 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 and 17. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, Amen. with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Amen. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Mom. Please stand with us. Yeah. <laughs> 
missing side by side. If you want to hold hands, you may. If you don't, no worries. But I want to see a big circle in this church. So move away from the pews. Move away from the pews. And let's make a circle. And Pastor JR, please come up after this song. from HMA, you know this song is Side by Side We Stand. Everybody's going to be holding hands and go in a circle and hold hands and sing this, this song, Side by Side We Stand. If you know the song, sing along with me. Let's pray. Let's pray.
Our Heavenly Father, we want to thank you so much for opportunities like this where we get to sing your praises together, where you get to uplift your name and live in a, a life that is full of rejoicing, full of joy, Amen. full of uh, love. All because, not the day that we're looking forward to, but because of what you've already done. And because Jesus is alive today and Jesus is alive in us and we're able to live in your kingdom right now. And so, Father, as we continue to live this life with you, as we continue to worship you, please allow us the opportunity to take the love, take the blessings, take the care that you have given to us. And, Father, we can't help it but share it with others and bless this world as you have called us to do. So, Father, we thank you so much for your kingdom that is now that we're able to live and rejoice today. And the good news that we get to tell, of people, tell people of the freedom that we get to live and give to others. All this you pray in your holy and powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor JR. Mom, Stella, come come up and tell them what's happening after this. Okay, this is a special announcement by Stella and the group here. Well, group. I think Central Church is a Hawaiian church. So since the musicians are here. We want to go sing. I want to sing Hawaiian hymns, so I have my Hawaiian hymnal, and I want to sing some Hawaiian songs. So I don't know how Pastor feels about this in the fellowship hall. I don't know what our standards are, but I invited some people to come and sing, you know, since the musicians are here. And so... So again, we just want to thank everyone for, for coming today. Um, just to let you know that our, our Pathfinders, um, they have some food out there on the lanai uh, for those that would like to stay and, and not stay or stay. Um, but there is food out there for everyone, uh, a plate to take home or to eat here. Um, and if you'd like to drop a donation for, again, for our Pathfinders, feel, please feel free to, to join them out there. And if it gets too, too um, crowded in the fellowship hall, we're going to go to the parking lot. <laughs> okay. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. again for stopping by the chat show podcast hope you guys have a wonderful week i'll catch you guys next week enjoy your week now and we are out aloha thank you everyone for stopping by let's have a good one aloha
Thank you for stopping by the Chat Show Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's program. Please remember to come back for more interviews, programs, music, and others that you might enjoy. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast or YouTube channel of Chat Show. And I hope you have a great day in the Lord. Aloha.